Welcome to Untitled with your host, Rita Kamenetsky. The podcast designed to empower you to achieve any and all your desires because you deserve it. Welcome to the sixth episode of Entitled. I'm your host, Rita Kaminsky. So today we'll be talking about the power of knowing yourself, truly knowing yourself, and using stoicism on an everyday basis. If you've dabbled in a little bit of stoicism, which I'm sure you have, it is such a trendy topic nowadays, but it's been used and talked about and studied for over 2,000 years. Or if you've listened to Drake's If You're Reading This It's Too Late mixtape, you would have heard of a little saying, know yourself or know thyself. But what does that even mean? And how does that benefit us? The thing with Stoicism is that philosophies that are discussed are universal and it's not affected by time at all. Hell, Seneca was speaking about these things 2,000 years ago, as I just said, and the values do not change. They are universal, they are timeless, which is great for us. And according to Stoicism, knowing yourself or knowing thyself simply means studying yourself, understanding your morals, your values, your desires, understanding truly what you love and what you like, what you dislike, and so on and so forth. This really hit me hard when Drake said, I don't like how serious they take themselves. I've always been me. I guess I know myself. Know Yourself by Drake. Listen to it if you haven't. It's great. If you haven't picked up by now, that mixtape really impacted me. But anyways, when you know yourself and can differentiate what we truly deep down believe and like and understand how we really are, that's when we win. When we know ourselves, we're not going to be influenced by outside peer pressure or people influencing you to do something you otherwise wouldn't have seeked out to do yourself. See, when we've been raised and conditioned by our parents, by school, by friends, by trends, by our community, by our society, by different institutions, by the internet, by everything, we've listened to topics like politics, religion, success, money, friendships, every other topic in the world under the sun and have shaped our own opinion on it. But have we really... I was first introduced by Stoicism back at uni, where every student at our uni had to attend three compulsory classes circulating around philosophy. Logos, ethos, and pathos. Literally, in the first class, our professor was talking about the importance of knowing yourself and that we cannot flourish without truly thinking for ourselves. And everything that he was saying made sense. He would talk about the fact that if we simply observed our own thoughts, desires, and feelings, you would not be influenced as much by unconscious forces. What makes us motivated to say the things that we say, do the things that we do? Is it really deep down how we feel inside, what we truly believe in, or is it something that we read on Twitter or Instagram? I've always had an amazing relationship with my mother, and we were best friends since I was born. Everything that came out of that woman's mouth, I swear, I thought was gold. And that's how it should be. And that's how it truly is still to this day. But we see our parents as superheroes as children. And I mean, they are superheroes. But 
there came a point where I needed to detach myself from that and think for myself. See, I'd always ask my mom for her opinion on everything. From what I should do, from what I should say to this boy that I liked, to what I should wear, to what picture I wanted to post on MySpace. Everything that my mom believed I would know to be a fact. And I think we will go down in two ways as teenagers. We either completely rebel from that and start doing the complete opposite of what our parents wanted us to do to show individualism, or we stay pretty close to what our parents have always believed in and try to impress them. As we go out of that dramatic way of acting as young adults, we don't realize how many ideologies we've actually taken from our parents and brought it in our real lives. This was a big one for me. I was lucky enough to be educated at school believe it or not, to question everything and think for myself. I remember a teacher, shout outs to Miss Summerfield, she was my modern history teacher and she really impacted the way that I think. She does not know this, but she's such a gem. And she would always say, and this was like before really the internet was popping. I mean, the internet was popping, but it was 2013, 2012, whatever, not as big as it is now. But she would always say, think for yourself. Always take everything that you read about on the internet or even in academic books or whatever anyone says, always take everything with a grain of salt. Don't be like skeptical or whatever or suspicious, but just take it as an external piece of information. Don't store it, don't internalize it and just be like, huh, okay, this might be true, this might not be true. Gather different sources, think for yourself, reflect on yourself because at that time I didn't realize it, but you know, living life and seeing how people be acting, a lot of people truly just take one piece of information and run with it like it's hella herd mentality and it's like be educated on your own stuff like shape your own opinions that's what's going to lead you to excel on things in uni so many of my teachers were like do not believe anything that anyone says unless they prove it with backed up academic sources if they show you articles that have been like researched and studied for years and that have been tested out and statistically proven that's when you believe it and even then think for yourself but don't just believe everything that you see or hear on the internet this really proved to me when i was on tiktok i mean i still am on tiktok but Going on the For You page, people say like this fact in quotation marks and then you read the comments and people are so gullible and they're like, wow, is this a real thing? If you would have just taken like two seconds to Google that, like you would have known that that was literally just someone trying to get clout. Like just know yourself, understand that not everything you see online is truth. But anyways, so I have always been lucky enough to understand that, but my parents' words were so influential to me. Their values, their morals and opinions were deeply ingrained into my own. And in a way, I think they still are. And again, it doesn't have to be parents. Think of all the things that you could be influenced by at this moment. Is it trying to look cool on TikTok? Is it the opinion of your friends? Is it the latest trendy thing to hate on right now that you've jumped on the bandwagon on? Think about it. This is the most important thing you can do. And this is something I have to remind myself to do on a daily basis because of all the information that is constantly flung my way. Like Nicki Minaj says, just sit back and observe, baby. Sit back and observe all of your thoughts without any judgment. Are you really thinking the things you're thinking? Why are you desiring the things you're desiring? Why do you value the things you value? 
And like, it's totally fine to be influenced by others. But as long as you recognize that you have been influenced by, say, a topic on Twitter, it's been brought to your attention and you as a person has taken that as your own. Knowing yourself is just the big picture of self-awareness. And self-awareness, guys, is so important. When you're self-aware, it gives you the power to hone into your true strengths. You can focus on the things that you like and you desire and you don't have to waste time on the things that you don't like or you don't desire or you don't really value. For example, shopping. I hate shopping and even saying that out loud right now kind of kills me. I hate physically going into stores and picking out clothes. It gives me decision fatigue. It makes me feel overwhelmed. I hate the way sales assistants look at me when I'm browsing items and I hate the pressure of it all. But I never wanted to admit that to myself. I had this idea in my head of being this cute girly girl and girly girls are meant to go shopping and shop till they drop and buy all these cute things. But that's just not me. Instead of forcing myself to go out on these shopping sprees, I buy minimal things online and I'm good to go. Don't get me wrong, I'm hella into fashion and style and I am a girly girl at heart. But the act of shopping gives me a headache. This saves me so much time and energy. And time and energy is everything. I used to be so self-aware as a teenager. I will put myself under the microscope on a daily basis and I knew exactly what I liked, what I didn't like, what values I had and why. I liked having a boyfriend. I wanted to be liked by everyone. I loved my Russian culture. I liked photo shoots. I never wanted to smoke in my life. And that holds true to this day. I hated team sports. I hated the gym lol. But somewhere from 18 to 22, I just went on autopilot and realized I haven't really been self-aware on anything that I did. I just did what I felt, but I never really reflected on any of it. I still stuck to my feelings and was myself, thank God, but I never really stopped to look at why I was doing the things that I was doing. When I snapped out of it and started to know myself, I realized a lot of my parents' values were still holding on to me. Things that were not serving me. Things that I just let stick with me on autopilot. So I had to sit down with myself and look so deeply inside of myself. I wrote down everything about myself. Everything I truly believed and desired and loved and hated and valued and what morals I had and why. When I tell you that my life changed you guys, man, you have no idea. I really, really suggest you do this because it's going to benefit your life in ways that you can't even foresee right now. It benefited me in my career, in my self-development, in my sense of self, in my relationships, in my decision-making, in everything. Like, for example, I always wanted to think of myself as an extrovert. I felt ashamed of the idea of being an introvert and the idea of that repulsed me. This is something I recently realized and for me personally, it was painful. I'd felt this shame of liking having time to myself, being at the house, being alone with my own thoughts, curling up and reading a book. I wanted to be this person that went out all the time, partied, had fun. But I recognized that sometimes that was exhausting for me and that part of me wanted to be an introvert. I'm never going to say I'm a full introvert because when I'm in party situations, I'm in party situations. I love being around people. I crave it. 
But I never really recognized in myself that recharging, sitting down and reflecting actually made me more powerful and more of an asset in everyday life. Another example is reflecting on the fact that I was a relationship kind of girl and seeing myself change before my very eyes into this independent woman has empowered me to no end. Relabeling myself into that has given me more clarity into myself and honoring that I will always be a relationship girl. But seeing that I am independent and I can do it alone, man, that feeling is unmatched. Unmatched. Damn. I came a long way. I'm self-aware in saying that I don't have the capacity, I don't have the facilities, man, to be vegan. I have the uttermost respect for people that are vegan. I believe our society should be striving towards that. But having the self-awareness to say that, no, at this point of my life, it's something that I just can't let myself do and being okay with that is important. Instead of being defensive and talking crap about being vegan, you know? Telling yourself, okay, I am a type of person that does not drink. Value it within yourself. Why do I not want to drink? Full disclosure, by the way, this one is just an example. <laughs> I be drinking. But I didn't drink until the legal age of 18. And I went to a lot of Sweet 16 parties. And I gave a big ironclad no to everyone who offered. But say you decide to stop drinking. Why? You want to be healthy? You don't want to waste your money today and waste your time being hungover tomorrow? You don't like the feeling? Why? What is the reason? When you've established that, it's going to give you so much power. Power in saying no. Power in not getting manipulated or peer pressured to drink. Like, my friend stopped drinking and being in your 20s, the stuff that she was getting told by others was crazy. People were saying crazy things to her like, oh, you think you're better than us? To Oh, just have one. What's wrong with you? But that did not stop her because she knew herself. She was self-aware and she had an ironclad opinion on it. And she didn't let herself be peer pressured into that in any type of way. I had a moment in life where I was so tired and barely getting any sleep and started to be a lot less well-spoken as I wanted to be in real life situations and in front of the camera for YouTube. I needed to have a self-awareness moment and recognize that, hey, I'm not speaking the way I want to be speaking. I want to speak eloquently. That self-awareness is what brought me to getting more sleep, reading more books, not forgetting to drink my iron tablets because your girl be iron deficient and voila. I started communicating better with my friends, with my family, colleagues, and audiences. So self-awareness and knowing yourself, no matter if it's cringe or painful to admit or whatever, is important because it will lead you to get through it. So sit down with yourself, let your thoughts consume you for 20 minutes without judgment, and write them down. Study why you're thinking the way you're thinking, and just flip the script. Write down what you really believe in, what you really desire, what you really like and dislike, and keep coming back to it every year, if not every month. Because we change just like the seasons, and it's important to reflect on that in order to truly enhance our power to do anything we want in life. This has been the Entitled Podcast with Rita Kaminsky. 